Welcome to another episode of the SDA Podcast, episode 58. Uh, we are talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, uh, wait, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Sorry, that's the third movie. That's the third movie. I don't want people to be confused with the second movie, which was uh, awful. I, the second one was bottom bottom three. I keep on telling people that. <laughs> uh, and... I'm here today with uh, a few folks, um, and we might, uh, just due to timing restrictions, uh, might have people jump in and out. And so, uh, my pain, my 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 main partner today is going to be Kai. Say hello, Kai. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. And uh, Nick Choi is here, but I think he's just listening in while he's driving. Um, hello, hello. Lulu, say hello. Yeah, Lulu <laughs> will be our. Will replace Nick. <laughs> In, uh, yes. Yes. Yep. It's great. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick's doing great. Already as a sounds like Nick. Nick is driving and uh, recording a podcast at the same time. I'm a little <laughs> concerned here, but um, that is dad life. Oh so. gosh. Oh gosh. All right. Sure. Uh, let's jump right into um, the movie. Just a little bit of background on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, this movie uh, is the third movie from Peyton Reed. Um, Peyton Reed, who took over for Edgar Wright from Ant-Man 1. Um, and this, is, this movie is supposed to kick off Phase 5. Um, and I, I think there was a bunch of shuffling around of movies i'm not sure if this was always meant to kick off phase five but uh yeah that would be crazy if it was meant to actually kick it off i thought because i think black panther was meant to be um a little bit before this right yeah i don't know i I feel like they they announced one slate and then once the pandemic hit, they mixed around everything like the shows the movies yeah and so it, i don't even think it was until maybe about like six months ago we we're like uh feige was just like oh hey this is now the <laughs> beginning of phase five <laughs> so yeah. um uh yeah i don't know kai maybe you could help me here when, when is the last time we saw Ant-Man? was it uh was it endgame oh yeah right? um Let's see. I have a good resource here. Um, I think it was. He comes back from the snap, and his daughter. Uh, yeah, because you have Ant Man and the and the mm-hmm. Wasp, but just not Quantumania, right? Um, this yeah, is but that was where... before Endgame. Yeah, but that was that was the last one, right? In terms of an Ant Man movie. Isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the character. Yeah, yeah. This is the third one. But oh, I'm right. Yeah, character. yeah. We haven't seen him since Endgame. End game. And um, he comes back, and his, his daughter Cassie is five years older. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially where this movie starts uh, starts off. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know m- much background about this movie. It is an original movie. Uh, there isn't uh, a specific comic that this was, or a comic story that this was referencing. So um, mm-hmm. I certainly was, was interested to see what, what they would do. Um, but I think let's just jump right into the review of the movie. Um, I just told Kai, it feels weird to go first as well as the host. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have him give his thoughts and then, um, 
I can jump in with with some comments as well afterwards. So Kai, what did, what did you think? Um, so a little bit of context, right? So phase four, mm -hmm. you have you have Loki, right? You have Doctor Strange, you have Black Panther. I'm mixing phases Black a little bit Panther, now. You yeah. know, phase five, um, the war, Thor Love and Thor Love and Thunder. And you know, yeah, definitely Spider Man. You're conditioned at this point to like, you know, look at the bigger thread. Um, and the criticism for the past movies has been like, what, what is that thread, right? You look at Eternals, yeah. Uh, you look at Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? You look at the shows, see what they're trying to do. Um, and it's it's a little confusing on what they're trying to set up here. Now, of course, they announce. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, a bunch of teasers, and we're like, okay, cool. Looks like it's you know, obviously Loki. I think is the first one that really puts it in out there and says, okay, King is it, right? If you watch the show, um, we just weren't sure when he was going to appear, and then they um, tease that he's going to be you know a core villain in in the Ant Man series. Um, and I like the way that they presented King within Loki. I knew nothing about the character, but here he is conquering timelines. Which, um, mentally, as a model, we go in from Thanos with the Infinity Stones, which is supposed to be cosmic, but of course you can't tell a cosmic story that quickly in the theaters. Um, but here now we're dealing with timelines and the multiverse. Sure, we're like upgrading a little bit. Um, and so I, you know, I personally enjoyed the anime movies a lot, um, but I'm also like. I'm at this point, like waiting for like this this backdrop to get developed, right? Like, what role yeah. does King play in the MCU? Like, are are we just like one shotting a whole bunch of characters? Are we going to care about something more? And like, unfortunately, Ant Man has to be the vehicle for this. Fine, what is that going to look like? Um, and so when I think about it from that perspective, I ultimately i don't even know like what i'm looking for at this point right because just to like add yeah. on what you're saying i i think uh and I, I feel like i've mentioned this in previous podcasts before but it mm -hmm. feels like marvel is sort of a, a victim of its own storytelling and success um <laughs> uh, like you said there 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 is a need for a common like backbone of a mm -hmm. villain to the series that pe I think people are expecting, um, and I don't think that's I don't think that's a bad thing because usually yeah. with the stories, because you have you, so much to pull from. There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of very powerful villains out there um, who have very interesting stories, and mm -hmm. so I get what you're saying. Like to not have something there is, it feels like a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, I see it more as a missed opportunity than like, oh my god, Marvel sucks now because they're because they don't have like right, right, yeah, right. a big villain. But I think there's still a chance there to do something. And it, before, I mean, yeah, before this Quantumania movie, it just mm -hmm. doesn't feel like there's anything. So yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so there's just like just like no lead in. Um, you know, you maybe expected something from Thor: Love and Thunder, like right? nothing there. 
you know, maybe from Black Panther, nothing there. Um, so at this point, you're just kind of like, fuck it. Like, well, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just ready to take a chill pill and I guess just take whatever I can get. Um, now the big, I guess the biggest, biggest thread that I'm going to start with for sure is I'm, I'm definitely disappointed with the way that Kang was portrayed in this film. Um, but this is coming from someone who has like no experience in Kang as the character, like what his power level is, what his machinations are like you know how big of a baddie is supposed to be but like to sum it up in terms of like what i didn't like specifically one i thought the actor did great like he i think he did a great job in just really selling the strength of the character through words right not so much through the actual plot yeah yeah i think they (laughs) i totally agree there and um there's just i feel like there were a lot of things that he did in the movie that did not sell how powerful he actually should like how yeah Yeah. how he actually spoke how he like talked Uh about himself and how they should have set him up and I'm, i'm not like to me it was such an like an easy fixable thing not a fixable thing yeah i think that they could have shown but they decided not to. And mm-hmm. that's what's bothered me about how they portray King. Um, and I don't know if you were, you were going to lead up to this, but, you know, I'm okay if they showed him, like, weakish in this movie. It's, it's okay to me, um, because we might get a really powerful version of him um, that, that has evolved into the future. I'm okay with that. But right. the power levels that they displayed in this movie were just kind of all over the place. laughable. Yeah. yeah, they're just like, okay, at the end of the movie, he's like destroying people with his lasers, right? Just like literally just yeah. like extending his arms, destroying people. Straight and then evaporating. Yeah. Second or later, a bunch of ants just jump on him. <laughs> yeah. Like, needs to get away. like, what? Uh, and there's just like, that was like probably the most jarring thing to me to like, it almost reminds me of the third act of Wonder Woman where it's like you're kind of just like bumbling along and then you just have like this accelerated action sequence that actually just makes it worse. Yeah. Um, Which is very unfortunate because I'm sitting here, I'm like, cool. We got Mega Ant-Man, which I was, you know, kind of hoping that stature would be the one to like really sell, you know, the the huge... um you know, pin particle version, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but fine, like they they do like a little happy, you know, mom and dad, sorry, you know, daughter and dad kind of kind of moment. But the fact that he just lets Ant Man walk in and just destroy his entire thing while he just sits there and goes, "Yep, nope, this is totally okay." I'm like, sure, maybe he's gonna do like maybe he's just like, again, this is just an Avenger. You're an ant. I don't care. Um. But as he's evap- like the fact that he just gets, yeah, I don't know. The, uh, when he sees a huge army of ants and all he does is pull up a shield, yeah. I was so confused. It was really weird, <laughs> and I mean, even the editing of that to when we see King next, right, is like uh-huh. all the ants, like whatever they 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 jump him, <laughs> like whatever, take him away, and yeah. then. Uh, uh, Scott is about to jump back in the portal, and then 
And then he's there Kang out of nowhere. Kang is like there. He's just on the side. He's just like, oh no, right? I'm going to stop him. I'm like, wait a minute. That, that's such a weird, it's just, that's such a weird edit. Like, why would you do that? You, you had no sign of him that he was still alive. Like, it just seemed like he was destroyed. And then, yeah, I was like, man, that's, I don't know. That's kind of poor editing or I don't know whoever decided that, but it's just, I don't know. Pretty, it was pretty awkward. Just, yeah. So like, to me, the momentum and the tempo were just like desecrated at the end of the film. Um, and then as a side note, um, given that we, I, I, I always try to like bury my head in the sand. Um, it was really cool for me to like see Modoc without knowing Modoc was in the film. Yes, I like I um I I knew he was in the movie because like a lot of people talked about it and there was like a picture of him. I had no idea who the, re- the what the reveal was because all I saw was like that the picture with the cover, the face mask, or whatever, or the helmet. Who, oh, who I didn't. Modoc. Modoc. Um, I, I actually, I, I just brain fart. So actually even funnier. So I started playing Marvel snap, which is like, Oh, you know, a nice. new, new card game that, um, yeah, yeah. Ben Brody, the original creator first done. That too. Yeah. And as another Marvel, uh, product, they've been obviously trying to sell stuff within Marvel snap that match what's being shown right in yeah. the MCU, whatever. Right. Yeah. So the same month that Ant-Man's coming out, they have like a battle pass with Modoc, with Ant-Man, Quantumania yeah. shit, all this stuff. And I'm like, cool, whatever. Like Modoc, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It completely blew over my head that he was in the movie. Oh. Um, and then so they tease about how um, Kang has built this weapon specific for destruction, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, whatever, right? Some Some drone that he built. Right. And then it gets sent to kill Ant-Man and Stature and fucking Modoc because I don't know. I'm like, oh, shit, that's actually Modoc. And then even funnier that it's fucking <laughs> Cross. What's his name. Yeah, yeah I, I had no clue. And I was like, this is kind of. Is that from genius. the comics or anything? Was that from? Anything, no, no, it's totally. It oh no, no, different character, different character. Yeah. So he so random that guy just showing up. I was like, I well, I not necessarily that. random because to be fair, right? He uh, yeah. he did defeat Darren Cross by crushing In him the into one. the yeah. right. And everyone was um, asking for a long time, like, where is this guy? <laughs> like, correct. You don't think he's dead? Or, like the way he appeared, like the way they made him look. Was so random. It is that random. Head. I agree, like but his... it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to, like comic. comic the purpose weird. is supposed to be kind of like funky and weird and funny. All um, right, I I was fine with it, right? Because I'm like, it was. It too. ties up a, what what might have been a loose end, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they planned it all along. Yeah. Um. And why not, right? Like, because otherwise you just have some generic no one behind it. Yeah. Then you have to build that's character right then you have uh, you know a little bit more going on than you really want um so i would totally say okay that with it. i would say that that is another criticism of mine about the movie is that they did not focus on the core characters enough like they introduced so many no. new characters that i just like yeah I, like why didn't you just focus on the, the main ones i don't need 
I don't need like this, you know, everyone keeps on saying like it's a Star Wars film, but I don't need all these new mm-hmm. races and characters to care about because yeah. there's not enough with the main ones. Like Michael Douglas did almost nothing until the end. <laughs> yep. And the mother, you learn nothing about the mother really, besides the fact that, you know, she um They never explained Bill basically Murray. Basically sabotage like, King, right? The whole thing with her and Bill Murray, they didn't really explain it, right? Or did they? Uh, did they? Not, and I missed it. It's hand wavy. It's hand wavy, right? Yeah, it's. They, it, they were freedom fighters. Yeah, she fucked them all. But she didn't, um, they didn't really get into it, right? No, she's just like it's pretty much like a cameo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they put some backstory around it, and yeah, that's what it was. And you know that actually goes to a great point in terms of like one not developing Ant Man, two not really developing stature, right? Three like. Technically, if people cared about the wasp, which I don't, again, I don't think anyone cares about the wasp. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think so. Right, um, especially with her out there attitude um, yeah. as an actual actress. Um, the uh, they have Darren have this really like abrupt and kind of like impromptu character like one eighty, where I was like, I don't know if that was like super necessary which like it fits into this whole like how the third the finishing third ad just felt really really weird yeah sorry right wait wait, what turn because so he she's he's like one been banished to the uh quantum realm by by ant-man right he Uh gets crushed and turned into this modok thing Right, right, right he's in there for presumably like decades yeah right um, he gets a chance to have revenge and he's going to kill Stature, but then he gets beat up and suddenly, you know, Stature just says, hey, man, you don't have to be an asshole. And he goes, yeah, yeah. you, have to be a you dick. know what? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I, like, I did not like that. I like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's because they needed him to I guess sacrifice and break King's shield, which again was like I don't even see why King needed a shield in the first place. Right. Um, and then also just to kill Modok, I guess. But I was just like, as awkward and funny as they tried to make the death scene, I was still sitting there. I'm like, yeah, as like Paul Rudd's trying to pretend he cares about Darren dying, but I'm like, yeah, dude, you don't care, I don't care, and this is just kind of a waste of time. Right. You know, yeah. So that was just like another icing on the cake in terms of like I don't really know what they were trying to do there. Um. So like, when when I just judge it based on like what, uh, you know, a little bit on the side of like what I was hoping the film would set up a little bit, and also just the film on its own with the problematic ending there. Um. There's definitely a lot left to desired. I thought the quantum realm pretty cool. You yeah. know, again, just too much shit to develop because you're just like, why the fuck are there so many people in the quantum realm? Like, yeah, like what the hell's that? <laughs> um, and you know, yeah, Kane got banished in there, cool, but he he just gets portrayed like a little bitch in there. Um, we no character growth for. You know, Ant Man. Uh, no character growth for the Wasp. Um, you know, 
no character growth for uh, the mom, Michael Douglas. And so you you come out of this film at a macro level and you're like, okay, I guess I go with the post credit scene where there's a bunch of kings now who technically are now free from the strongest king. Yeah. And Ant-Man's just back to being Ant-Man. And then that's it. Yeah. I was like, if you're trying to hype up anything, nothing got hyped, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the only morsel I feel like we got is like Scott Lang at the end when when he's the narration. He's like, wait. The Kang right. told me. Did we do something him. wrong? Yeah, did we do right. something did wrong? We... There, there's something no. I, I I feel like, you know, they, they will expand upon that, but um But yeah, when I, I feel I don't know. Right? Like yeah. where? I mean that that's it's hard I mean it's hard to say also because like Age of Ultron is I feel like I'm not saying it's the same type of movie, but I feel like Age of Ultron I walked out I was like, eh, it's fine, whatever. But they there's a lot of payouts uh uh from that movie uh way later on. Um mm-hmm. and you can arguably say it sets up like one of the movies that sets up so many different things in the MCU. Again, I'm not saying that Ant Man whatever content media. Yeah, are you saying this one sets yeah. up a bunch of stuff that it's gonna set up a bunch of stuff? Hopefully, right? <laughs> I, I think there are elements there that can. I think there are elements there that can but you don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because like what? the a confusing thing. No, no, he's just talking about like he's. We're hoping there's just a lot of things that we're not seeing because it's just not like oh, yeah. the threads aren't connected for us yet. Right, okay. But I sit there and zoom back to the Eternals, who are also like a part of this macro phase. <laughs> Did and anything close the Eternals? <laughs> that's the thing, right? They tease Pip, right? Who's a uh, related character to Warlock, um, or the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, same with Thor, but nothing at a cosmic level we've seen is related to King at all. Um, we yes. don't even know if the Eternals play a role in that, right? Black Panther also fed nothing, and so we're just sitting here like, uh, as one shots, okay, as a macro level, pretty underwhelming. So, you know, they're kind of draining their own momentum here. It's not like they needed like. It's not. It doesn't need to be a roller coaster. Yeah. But you know, presumably it just goes towards somewhere. Why put in all this effort to phase everything, right? Like, right. why not just say these are just all one shots? You know, like you can take a break. Yeah. And do all yeah, these things, but they're intentionally, they're intentionally calling it King's Legacy. They're intentionally calling Secret Invasion, Invasion, the next one, or Secret Wars, the, the one that's upcoming. Right. They're like putting a lot of conscious effort into this, but. Just not seeing it is yeah. the point, and and it just seems like they have. It's gonna they're gonna need to put a lot of work in, <laughs> like like it's gonna feel crammed. Yeah, because phase one, two, and three, even though they didn't like, they kind of spaced out in the teasing throughout mm-hmm. all of that, and that made for like a good finale of phase three. But we're talking about if things are gonna end in phase six, like we're. We started phase all phase four without much, and the beginning of phase five, not really that much either. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a handful of movies left to. Because some of the stuff, you know, that's slated to come out, what Miss Marvel, the Marvel, um, yeah. you've got Guardians three, uh, 
Guardians of the uh, Galaxy 3. You have... Is the Thunderbolts like a movie or a yeah, TV show? It's a movie. It's coming out, I don't know, next year, I think. Yeah. I don't, um, really, I don't really remember the slate. <laughs> it's like Blade, Deadpool 3. Yeah, Blade. Uh, um, I think Deadpool is kind of like a side shot. I don't think it actually has um, anything to do with the current phases. I think it. I think it would. I think it will, mm. because of the whole Secret Wars thing. Yeah. So, I but like Secret Wars is like after Kang, supposedly. Yes. Yes. Right? yes sorry. Because yeah. that's where they're gonna start bringing in the X Men. Because they finally have the whole X Men Fantastic Four thing. I going think on. Secret. I think X Men will be after Secret Wars. After Secret Wars, I could be wrong. Because I thought I read oh, something that said that, they, that Fantastic Four and X-Men will be after them, but I don't know. Um, all right, well, any additional thoughts? I mean, I, I, it sounded like you did not like the movie that much, at least in terms of hyping it up. Uh, is there anything you did like about the movie? Well, I, I did say so, that I enjoyed like the, um, realm, the world building. Yes. Yeah, and like... I like the the teasing that they set up for King, right? Like, oh, I see. Yeah, like the it's kind of like it. It reminds me of Christian Bale with um, Gore, right? Like he really brought that character to life, and same with um, Majors. Uh, what's this guy's name? <laughs> Jonathan Majors. <laughs> <laughs> um. He did a great job um, portraying King as a villain. Um, and like when he powered up with the suit, right? How like he just really sells, um, you know, initially how how controlling he is. Um, but then it just gets undersold, like his, his ability to, to do anything. Right? He just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was so disappointing. Um, All right. To just have Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, do you want to go next? Are you, are you home? Can Can you talk without? Uh, how about five minutes? How about five minutes? Okay, I'll go next then. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So I agree with a lot of your points, Kai. Um. Um. I still feel like Marvel right now is you know like a rut of, mm-hmm. av- like average to decent, uh, entertainment, like the shows, the movies. They're just like. They're there. They're fine, and I feel like this this third Ant Man is just another like it's fine. Like, um, in I guess in fairness to it, I um I thought it was I went in think having pretty low expectations, and I went out of it thinking that it was not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> like, so it actually it beat my expectations, and. Mm. Um, I, I went back and just kind of read why people were, were like super harsh in it and the reviews were bad. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of expectations that were built before the movie. Um, again, like hyping up Kang to be this big, bad villain. Yeah. Um, and, and so the, a lot of people wanted him to like, I don't know, kill a character or just show that he was bad. And that's totally understood. Um, yeah. I I didn't feel 
I didn't feel that again. I don't watch trailers. I don't read about the movies. I don't know. I didn't know about Modok, like or who Modok was at least. Um, I didn't feel that same sense of um, like, oh my god, Marvel didn't build this guy as much. And I I, I think it's because I, I I don't pay attention, and so because of that, the expectations were just a lot um, a lot less for me. And so I thought. I thought it was fine. Like I think it's a fine Ant-Man movie. Um, mm-hmm. Were there a lot of issues with it? Yeah, I think there there were, um, but I think I don't know. And it's maybe because I'm like a sucker for Paul Rudd movies. Like I think he he <laughs> yeah he's I enjoy like, Paul Rudd so much. He's just charming like by yeah. himself like that. <laughs> he carries the movie. Like he carries a lot yeah. of the movie um, and, and the roles that he plays. And so I feel like there's a lot of that here. Um, I did get kind of irritated with Cassie. I feel like we just get a lot of kids in the mo- in these Marvel movies who just are detriment to the main characters. <laughs> They're never helpful. Like, come on, yeah. can you like not be annoying or just uh, in conflict with somebody? Um, and so, uh, it's yeah, always those... the edgy teenager. Yeah, I was like, man, we... there's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. It's a lot already. Um so uh I feel like yeah, she's kinda of irritating. But um I don't know, points I had already made earlier, just the the I feel like they should have focused on the main characters. Um I did like the world building, but there's also like I feel like they spent a lot of time on the side characters that we didn't care about. What's what's kind of interesting that I just learned is do you remember um in Anime One and Two that guy Kurt? He's like that Russian guy. Kurt, um, one of the like the the heist people, right? Yeah, one of the yeah, one of the thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in this movie. <laughs> what the? Uh, yeah, he plays that that slime creature. Remember the one with the holes or whatever that they kept on joking about? Oh, the one he's like. I had no I idea. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, um, but he's in it, which is kind of interesting. Um, but uh, yeah. What one other thing I want right wanted to point out that like almost kind of killed the movie for me it was like the last 15 minutes where um you have a chance to <laughs> you have a chance to leave ant-man behind and i actually was concerned again like yeah the the, the, the point when kang pulled him back i'm like no Ant-Man's gonna get stuck behind yeah i got i did get kind of worried i was like man that's gonna be pretty sad and i get True. it i guess jeff loved this the um the guy who wrote this was like oh i don't want to have this be a copy of ant-man and the wasp where he's stuck in the quantum realm again true but at but at this point like you need something like that like it didn't have it doesn't have to be ant-man it could have been his daughter yeah. it could have been it could have been any other character uh except ant-man and and then he gets out like or he goes back in with a freaking I don't. Can you tell? Can you explain why she? How she was able to build that thing, a portal again in like yeah, so, two minutes? Man. That was so uh, irritating so to me. This just reinforces how bad the third act was, right? Yeah. Yeah. You talking through it just reminded me. Of... What did she build again at the end? Sorry, she built the portal, like the little. Like, yeah. The, the well, when they go back to go for but, for see, to go back in. The thing is, like, she didn't. She didn't actually build a portal. She just yeah. She didn't. Built... She built a, a map, right? No, no, not even a map. She just built like a fucking signal sender. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. all it was meant to do was send messages to the quantum realm and receive yeah. it. Right? And then, presumably, presumably, um, like, Kang is the one who, you know, machinates pulling them into the quantum realm. Because Modoc talks about how, like, oh, because you were sending that message, right, we were able to lock on and pull you in, you know? Um, but then for them to reverse engineer that conveniently when the wasp commits to saving Ant-Man and they just get a, get out clean, I'm just like, okay, of course. Right. But I feel like I, I agree when you say that he doesn't want to have the same ending as, you know, the first wasp movie, but they kind of wrote themselves in another corner. Cause they're like, well, if they leave anyone in there, it's just like the mom situation all over again. Right. Yeah, yeah. Especially when I think back on like Kang as a character, right. right? With Thanos, the danger is more palpable, right? right He's like right. literally chopping, killing, right? Snapping people out yeah. of existence, right? It's, it's more visceral. Whereas with Kang, right? Sure, you can have a different type of villain, like someone who exudes some like dangerous presence that you're like, you know, this is more than just killing people, this is killing timelines. Right, mm -hmm. which is totally fine. Like his 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 operation, like his his mo can be a different thread, but you just don't have that sense of danger that ever gets developed. Yeah. Um, in the film, because he's just like your typical warlord, where you have these like street level, you know, um, rebels, right? A la Star Wars, um, who are who are fighting him, and um, it it. It like it, it it's just so it, it became street level right like he's literally walking out there fighting people and then gets beat by a bunch of ants yeah it it, it was so <laughs> inconsistent yeah um Agreed. and what was what was i think what solidified it for me on my distaste for it was the mid credit scene where loki and owen wilson right are traveling timelines looking for the problematic person which is essentially king right or, you know, this is now Loki is aware of King, right? right? That scene alone did a better job at, you know, building the tension yes. for King building than the whole fucking film. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> like, people were actually looking for him. Like, that by itself was, was enough. Or just, like, you know, them able being able to present a version of King that is talking about time in, like, a very, like, you know, uh, 1700s-esque backdrop but loki yeah. and old wilson are like like we know how dangerous this guy is yeah. right yeah. um that in and of itself did better than the entire film yeah so yeah i mean overall i i mean i i and maybe it's because i haven't like i don't really go to the theaters that often i thought it was fine like it wasn't like an amazing movie i wasn't blown away but i thought it was fine i think you know, being back in that MCU movie, uh, going to a theater to watch an MCU movie was was fun. Um, it, there is a, there are a lot of issues with the the, the film. I feel like that just kind of misses for me. Um, mm -hmm. um, and it's just like I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it, it, I guess it stays with the Ant Man tone, where it's like they're they're the lighter movies in the MCU. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't. I don't know. I just feel like it's not. It doesn't need to be like. 
you know, the MCU is the MCU now. Like, you can make movies in different tones. and Or even though it's like the same type of, um, like they want it to be a lighter movie. I don't know. I feel like you still could have done something with these. There's something better with these characters, at least. Um, so yeah. one thing I didn't... And, one, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to drop that the, the unfortunate part here is that, you know, hopefully this doesn't set the tone for... Because the eventual movie with King Dynasty, right, is still going to be screenwritten by Jeff Love. Uh, Love this, yeah. 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 And um, <laughs> unless they spend some effort to develop from from, from now to then. Well, um, here's another thing. I, I Rumors. I, I heard he had a very different ending. Um, and then it was like... Got scrapped. Producers who changed, changed the ending to... Uh, um, oh, you're talking about this film? This movie, yes. I'm sorry, this movie. You know, uh, if that's true, which if I just logistically look at the third act, that makes sense to me. That someone just came in, it just reeks of yeah. like jam this shit in. Yeah. You know, because like the whole scene where Stature gets onto the megaphone and says, Guys, this is the chance to fight back now. The guy. Who fucking destroys timelines? It's your time to come in here with your fucking guns and try to overthrow him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's fucking go with no other like indicator that it would be worth it. Right. <laughs> this right. guy who's oppressed him for like the entire right. time. I also feel like they're... we've gotten a lot of these third acts where it's just a big war. <laughs> Like yeah. in the past three, four movies, I feel like it's been a lot of that. I'm like, it's, it's enough. You can do like a, like a small fight. Like it doesn't have and to be it's a huge been thing. disappointing. Yeah. yeah. So there's nothing different about it. It's just, yeah. All right. Three comments that I, I very quick comments I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. A Peyton Reed. Uh, a lot of people wanted him to take over for Fantastic Four. I'm so glad they don't have him for Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> they deserve something way better. And and I yeah I trust. Uh, match Shackman Shockman better. Um, second, mm-hmm. these are two theories. I, I, they're fun to me. They're fun things. I don't think I, I don't fully believe they're going to happen. But okay, one one is, and this is more. This is the way more of the conspiracy theory. Is it's like oh, the portal that Paul Rudd steps back into is not the same universe that ah. went into. Because like be things, when he comes back there, things are different. Like the price, I don't know. Somebody was saying, oh, the price of the coffee is way different. And there's just things that are just different that, uh, again, very conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, that that, yeah, that yeah. would be kind of an interesting twist if they ended up doing that. Um, yeah. uh, and then the second one is, um, and this is more like, I guess, future looking. And uh, normally I, I would not like talk about these like theories, but this was like the, the top theory. Uh, not top day, but top comment in the Ant Man and Wasp Quantum Mania um, like Reddit post, and mm-hmm. and, the, and the theory is that Kang, where he goes at the end of this movie, he ends up going to the um, shit. What is it called? Where the um, where they get copies of each other, the the possibility zone or something. What, you guys remember? Oh, the probability. Called? Probability, yes. And yeah. so now he's we we saw how it works, where they're just like a billion Ant Mans. And yeah. at the end of the day, they helped each other. Well, people are saying that, or this this thread was saying that, oh, now he's in there with 
a billion Kangs and they all want to kill each other. And so hmm. he's going to spend whatever years in there fighting himself. And we'll see this Kang the Conqueror again. But at the next time we see him, he's going to be like super strong because he's been all of these years fighting himself. Um, mm-hmm. And that that is kind of interesting to me too. Um, if it ends up that way, I don't know. Um, sure. But, but but I I kind of like the idea is like he he grows um, out of that and and because uh, honestly I was also already a little weary on um what like it's not really a MacGuffin device but like where you know the mom basically just supersizes his um ship battery and apparently that's just okay. Right. It's like, yep, yeah. I just made this thing huge, but really the core thing is down in the bottom. So yeah. Yeah. if you go shrink it again, you're all good. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> this... I, I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just can casually just, you know, nosedive in there. And <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I know. I know. This is very extra. And. <laughs> yeah, all those years he was there, they just yeah just just figure like, it out, I guess. And so they have to just make it big. And they oh, just okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we only have a little bit of time left, but Nick Choi, do you want to want to pr- give your review? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird. I think because I don't know. I think I heard. I wasn't trying to, but I heard a lot of bad things about it, or just like negative, like. Uh-huh. feedback about it and even in this channel like people just you guys were just talking about how like it wasn't expected to be very good i had really low expectations i had such low expectations i really i mean i liked it i enjoyed it <laughs> so, i don't so, know what it was it's like, like me. I, mean, I, I, I didn't think it was bad i just i enjoyed it too but i yeah, enjoyed it as a marvel movie i i think and everything you guys said is valid it's like they don't explain like <laughs> like she just explodes that you can just go in and shrink it the last battle scene, all that stuff. It, it, it's all valid points, but it somehow I didn't it it didn't bother me. I don't know why. I think after watching Thor Love and Thunder, I was like, Oh, this is a great this is like <laughs> nothing can bother me. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I don't know. I was entertained and I, I for some reason I think it's kinda like when I watched Aquaman, it didn't I felt like it wasn't taking itself so seriously that it didn't I don't know, it just it didn't bother me. Um the one of the things that yeah like when they went in there and they first went into the quantum realm and there's like a whole society of people and all that i was like what the fuck (laughs) i was like whatever it's entertaining yeah yeah that is kind of weird because when they talked about uh uh whatever michelle pfeiffer's uh janet's uh, being gone. I just thought she was just stuck in there by herself. <laughs> That's what they made it seem like. And then yeah. she's like part of like this whole there's like Secret bars. Society, yeah. There's like restaurants and cities and shit. You're like what the fuck? <laughs> well, I was like, whatever. Go keep going. And they, the only thing, okay, the one thing maybe that bothered me about the movie was I really liked the relationship between uh, Ant-Man and his daughter. Like Paul Rudd and his, you know, the case character. And I feel like they just fucked it up. They made it very like, yeah, it's very stereotypical, like yeah, teenage yeah. angst rebellion. I was like, oh, that's so stupid. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, 
it was I, I really liked it in the, all the other movies like yes yes that i think it was unique, much better yeah the unique relationship they had it was like very like i was kind of looking forward to that i was like oh i'm gonna take lulu to this movie <laughs> and then i watched it, i was like oh, it's just just like every other uh, stupid yeah. but that that part i didn't like and i think what you said too i think i'm a uh kind of a sucker for paul rudd movie like i he's like he, he's i always like him in all his movies i think he's fucking hilarious so like watching him in this movie that just kind of made it i think entertaining for me yeah uh i agree if he had died like died in the end it would have been really it would have been good it would have been like he would have made it a more impactful like ending movie if he kind of sacrificed himself rather than just like they made everything happy ending you know i like kang better in loki than i liked him in here the portrayal yeah. of him agreed uh it was very like yeah the especially the end fight scene it was so random. You're right. The powers and everything is like you just whatever. But you know, I really liked that scene where Michael Douglas comes out and he's just like the freaking huge swarm of ants comes behind him. I was like, I, I don't know something about that scene. I was like, ooh, it felt very very cool. I really enjoyed that that scene. And I feel like it's it salvaged Michael Douglas's whole like character. And kind of in the role, made him like the hero again. I don't know because he didn't really have a role in much of the rest of the the movie. I really like that scene where he came back with all the ants. Um, and yeah, I don't know. They didn't explain a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I didn't care. I I I was pretty entertained by the movie. It even though the you know a lot of parts didn't make sense, but like you said, I think the ant it kind of felt like in line with the the other Ant-Man movies, it's just very like, I don't know. It's not one-off, but it's it's not as heavy as Irrelevant. the other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all I have. All right. Uh, three minutes, Arthur. Can you, can oh, you do a review? Can you do a review in three minutes? Uh, hi. What up, Arthur? Sure. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Tell us, tell us what you thought about uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. We did cover a lot. So oh, man, I want to hear it. But you're gonna have to re-read this to this recording. Yeah, we'll I will. At the end, yeah. I will. Um, best Fantastic Four movie I've seen. Absolutely. What? Best Fantastic Four movie I've seen yet. <laughs> I, I I don't understand that. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not the only one who said that. I'm not the only one who said that. Like, come on. Four? A family of characters gets caught up in some alternate dimension, strange new (laughs) worlds, encounters an antagonist, has to save the day. Come on now. That is... Well, they didn't gain new power. (laughs) They didn't gain new power. They didn't even focus on any of the characters. (laughs) No, well, but I mean, it's totally a Fantastic Four movie. The first time I'm like, oh my gosh, this is... Just swap out the characters. It's Reed, Ben, Johnny, and Sue, and maybe Franklin. And you've got, like, the, the FF. You know, they get sucked into a dimension. They're separated. They fight an antagonist. It's a weird world. They meet weird aliens. Like, that's classic Fantastic Four. Um, I mean, you could say the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm, no, nah, not really. Not even close. Yeah, I mean, you're just saying they get sucked into a world. It's a new place. They have... People get together, well, they've been together. The Fantastic Four is different because they're, they're explorers, family, so I they're guess. exploring a place, right? So, I guess. Not, but, um, I don't see it, but 
Yeah, I'm sure. not the only one who said that, um, by the way. So, but it was very obvious to me. It felt very much like a, an FF movie. Um, I, I like this movie a lot more than I was expecting. I don't get all the, uh, the negative. I mean, yeah, it's not perfect. It, there's not, that, not that the movie has, doesn't have issues, but it's not as bad as all the reviews are putting it. It's like very strange I to agree. me. I feel like it's now fashionable to just bash MCU regardless of what they do. Well, they make it easy. I suppose. Um, but it, it, it's just kind of annoying because the people who complain about Phase 4 and then now they get, they get what they wanted and then they can still complain about that it's not like Phase 4. And it's just like, well, what the heck do you want then? You know, it's like, then don't, you don't enjoy anything. <laughs> it, it, it just annoys me. It annoys me to no end. People who complained about Phase 4. Oh, you got four. two minutes now. Okay, you got less than two minutes. <laughs> you just described Kai's whole approach to all movies. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... Yep, yep. So like I did enjoy it overall. Um, Story-wise, it was fine. I think it was the direction it needed to go from the first two movies. Otherwise, it would have been a little redundant. And people would complain like, ah, oh, it's too much like the other Ant-Man movies. So you kind of had to go to the quantum realm eventually, sooner or later. Um, didn't bother me uh, uh, all the places they visited um, I think Wasp was kind of weak underutilized for a movie that says Ant-Man the Wasp and I mean Evangelillian's character but then again you could say well maybe it's the Wasp for Michelle Pfeiffer like you know, she's the OG Wasp so you can, you can kind of substitute that um, I did like that she had more of a part the thing that annoyed me was and this is totally plot driven, is like she kept saying, like, I can't tell you this. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's, and it's so like, annoying. It it's is annoying. So annoying. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I get you have PTSD. I get why maybe it's a scary. But it's like, it's like come later. on. It's like, come on. And it's totally plot driven. I can't tell you until it's the worst time to tell you. And it's like, oh my gosh, just tell your family already. Come Arthur? Oh, was this me or was I, it? I thought it was my internet. <laughs> I thought it was me too. Oh, he, he's not there? Did he drop? <laughs> he's, he's out of my All right. Well, let's do final round of reviews. Uh, Kai, what's your score for Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantumania? I, I, you know, until somebody mentioned it, or my cousin mentioned it, I didn't realize that Quantumania. I didn't know that Ant Man is spelled out in Quantumania. Did you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Cute, I didn't, right? I, I missed that. Maybe I was. I was. I don't think I was paying attention to the theater screen when Quant that. Ant Ant Quant like Quantumania. Well, did the word Ant and the word Man can be found in Quantumania? Yes. Oh. Right. Yes. So that's that's really all. I feel like Nick is still thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just ask Google. Quant, Google spelled uh, out Ant and. <laughs> You got me. <laughs> read it up. Look it. There's an ant and there's man in quantum mania. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, Kai, what's your score? Man, this is tough. I man, I think I was eventually just scored the same as I scored essentially all the other fours, phase four, phase five movies, like a six and a half. <laughs> I, I hate it. It's the worst. Six point five. Well, like, God damn! I mean, you gave a nine point two to Ant Man two. That's insane to me. Do I love Wait, two? 
Ant Man two. Yeah. Who did? I did. Kai. Oh, Kai did. What's Ant Man two? The girl. Yeah, the girl. I like the first one a lot. I thought I scored the the first one that high. I don't remember scoring the second one that high. I, that's what I have here on our spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Hey, Arthur, we lost you. We're, we're doing it. We're, we're wrapping up now. We're doing our Jeez. scores. Okay, uh, where did I leave off? I can probably go fast. Yeah. Oh, we're letting you. Okay, wait, wait. We'll just let, let us do our scores, and we'll before your score, we'll let you wrap okay. up. All right. All right. So Kai's giving it a six and a half. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna give it a straight seven. Um, yeah, that was fine. Nothing crazy, but better than I expected. Um, Nick? Well, I'll, I'll give it a seven. I think if it came out like straight to Disney+, Plus, people would just loved it. It's like, if it came out on just streaming only, yeah, it would have been I super agree. popular. It's just that people expect it a lot because it's in the theater. I don't know. But I seven, yeah. I, I liked it. All right. Arthur, um, go ahead. Why don't you wrap up and then okay. give your score. Uh, I thought Kang was amazing. Um, Loved his performance, very much like the comics of the character. And I thought, uh, I'm looking forward to more of um, Johns and Majors playing all the variations of Kang. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the. Yeah, sorry, go can ahead. Can I ask Arthur? Arthur, because yes. we didn't get this part, but what did you think of the relationship between uh, Ant Man and his daughter? It's okay. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It's kind of, eh, it's all right. Um, he's got to do something. I think she's probably going to be set <laughs> up for like. A, he's got to do something. I, I, I hated it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they're going to set her up for perhaps potentially, you know, if they're going to go that direction, the Young Avengers. She's got to be one yes, of them. Every kid is Young Avenger now. Yeah, <laughs> every exactly. kid that they share in the movie. Exactly, <laughs> it has to be. And, and there's precedent, so it's not like they're making it up. So that's fine. Um, but she, you know, she's actually not. She's a little different than the the comic interpretation. She's actually Stinger first instead of Stature, who grows big. But you know that can change. It doesn't matter. Yes, I feel like so, that will be well done. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. Even though there were some nits, um, Modok was kind of funny. It was a big surprise. Mm. Um, I was a big surprise. Like who 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 was Modok? By the way, like I was like, oh, okay. Did you not know until you saw the movie? Uh, I knew Modok was in the movie. I didn't know who he was. Ah, uh, yeah. So same with me. Like I, yeah. I couldn't escape the the picture of that Modok. Yeah, yeah. It I was hard to avoid. It was going to be. And I tried. Cross. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, it's Darren Cross. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. It's whatever. <laughs> it's goofy, but somehow it works because Modok is always goofy anyway. So it's it's hard to get him to be serious. So yeah, it was fine. You know, it's it's one of the goofier elements of Marvel. So you kind of have to roll with it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot more. Um, I definitely like the, the end credit scene with the multiple Kangs and, and the, the Council of Kangs and, and those three that are very important, by the way. Um, there's speculation that, the, that Paul is not in his own reality. He actually went to a, a mm-hmm. different one. Oh, okay. That, that is a real thing. I, I, I mentioned it earlier yeah. as a possible. Yeah, I have to go back and rewatch it because the way people are acting and the color schemes that they were using looked a little different um like mm. red and green or purple and green and they looked at him it was like wait could he not be in his own original universe or could he not don't know no so there, there it's it, there would be a fun twist if they did that right because uh you think the ant-man movies just wrap up kind of nice and neat but actually not 
Um, so I'd have to watch it again. Um, the only other miss I would think is um, I wish they'd brought in Luis. Kind of miss that comedy, you know, hmm. piece that they had in the first two. Like maybe have him do the monologue, one of them, right? Either the beginning or the end. You know, give him something. Uh, I can't believe you couldn't do a monologue with Luis to kind of wrap, you know, summarize things and stuff like that. That would have been fun. Yeah. So. All right. Your score. What's your final score? For um, I give it a solid eight. Eight. Yeah, it's better than I thought it would be. I was going in really kind of like really nervous, like, oh my gosh, this is going to bomb, but no. <laughs> I mean, Best... it did bomb, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Review-wise, but I mean... No, 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 money-wise, too. Like, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's not gonna. It's barely gonna make money back. Well, Ant Man movies have never been big money generators, anyway, though, right? It's pretty in line with yeah, the series. Yeah, so. agreed. But the budget, I don't think, has ever been this big. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's a setup movie. People who complained in Phase Four wanted movies that connect and set up and have a villain. Well, here you go. And then now they're complaining. Well, I, I want a standalone well. movie. It's like, come on. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it's set I up. Don't I myself would agree that it didn't really set up. A lot yeah. yet. Anyway. All right. Well, that is the podcast. Thanks for joining. Um, what do we have next? Hey, do we ever do Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, holiday Guardians special? is next. Holiday? No, we did not do the holiday. Yeah, we should do the holiday special. No, the holiday special was you guys set it up. Holiday special. And we should have you done black, seen it? We, we should have done black Adam. No. Thing. no, oh you set that up too then. <laughs> I don't want to do that one. Um there's yeah, Guardians three coming up next, or there's Shazam two. I don't know if I'm gonna watch. I'm probably not gonna watch it at theaters, to be honest. Um, oh, I want to watch Shazam. Yeah. I, I'll watch it just to finish. it. I love Zach Levy. Uh, he's a weirdo. He, he is, definitely for is. Sure. He's for sure a weirdo. I yeah, listening to podcasts like man, yeah. he's kind of weird. Like yeah. Uh, we anyway, some, we do. We need to do like Andor and some Star Wars stuff. Come on now. Uh, you can go back in time and do those. Come on, <laughs> I, I need to, to come on. I need to hear Nick's choice stuff about Andor. We didn't do Andor. How did we no, do we Andor? didn't. Oh shit! That was an amazing show. It was a great show. All right. Yeah, I'm almost done with it. Call me, call me when you guys are ready to do that one, and uh, you can set it up. I'll just join. <laughs> okay. That means it's never happening. <laughs> Jeez. Never happening. Come on, come on, Anthony. Never. We can do it a, l- a lunchtime one, like a quick one, like we did with the right. uh, other one. Like, like All right, did, uh, time like, to wrap this thing up. Like we did with Moon Knight. Um, shout out to our other members, Dat, who is sick and didn't watch this movie. I don't. You get one more strike, Dat, and you're out of the. Oh, dang. Just, <laughs> one more. Damn. What the? Dang. Get out and of here, Dad. Ronald gets uh, he gets six strikes because he has twins, so he's two kids. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Ronald's at like three strikes right now. Jeez. <laughs> so judgmental. All right, fellas. Uh, until next time. I'm signing off for Anthony, Kai, Nick, and Arthur. I just, did I just si- sign off for like? By a third person for third person, I just called yes, myself Anthony. And you did. You called yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brothers. Uh, Till next time.